Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Jeff Kerr is here now. Jeff, if you're available Monday and Tuesday, I'll take another guest then too, if uh, if you want. Uh, how you doing today, Jeff? <laughs> I'll tell you what, Bart. I'm actually this is my last day before vacation, so yeah, I, I'm kind of feeling good right now. Oh, okay, that's good. Jeff Kerr, CBSSports.com, and it's a good time to take vacation in the NFL. Although there are still some things happening, uh, we found out that there were a handful of guys suspended now for a year for gambling, and then, of course, the team cuts them, so I don't know if, how they're ever going to get back into the league, but a couple of the uh, Colts were suspended, Rashad Berry, Isaiah Rogers. I think what the NFL is doing here is they're trying – It's I still think there's a lot of gray area with like what guys should be able to do and not do, but the NFL doesn't want – they want all the money from the from the books, but they don't want any of their guys to even come up with the slightest shred of integrity – uh, the the problem I have with this is the example of like what happens at the end of a season when a guy needs six catches to get a five hundred thousand dollar bonus, and then the team forces him to get six seven catches. Is that not the same thing? So I I don't know. I get that there's a lot of gray area here, and I'm kind of arguing a little bit that guys should be able to gamble somewhat, but the NFL just doesn't want it to happen, and I don't know. How many of these more names, Jeff, we're going to find, you know, come out? And if it's a big name, what the ramifications of that will be? It's crazy, right? So you open the Pandora's box when you allow FanDuel and DraftKings and all this in there because you're basically telling people, okay, you can bet on these guys. You can get mad at these guys when they get four or five catches. But like you said, when they need five catches to get that $500,000 bonus, isn't that kind of the same thing? It's there's two ways I look at it. I, I'm not really a gambler. I, I don't gamble. I don't understand the thrill of it. So I look at it as how hard is it for an individual not to gamble, especially when the league basically tells you don't do this, but then the league is making tons and tons of money off FanDuel and DraftKings off their fans because apparently that's how people are interested in the NFL now, that and fantasy football. So I, I don't know, like, you get suspended if you're in a $1,000 fantasy football league? Like, I, I, I don't know. You're right. There's a lot of gray area to all this, but I still don't get if, you know, say a, a player decides to bet on a LeBron's player prop. Like, you get suspended for that? That's not even your league. Yeah, the cross-sports stuff is weird, too. Cause if, if, if I, but the problem is if you do it at the team facility, but you can step outside and – 
not be geofenced and then bet on uh, Pirates home run. I don't, I don't know. So they're going to have to figure that out. It just seems like they're being more reactionary than, uh, than, than planning ahead. And I do wonder, like, I don't think the NFL has a problem suspending with all due respect again, Isaiah Rogers. But if they find out that one of their star quarterbacks have been, like, I would almost think they try to cover that up a little bit. Then you can't suspend a guy like hypothetically Patrick Mahomes for a year for betting on Tigers Pirates. Yeah, you would think, right? Or you know, bet on the team he owns, the Kansas City Royals. I mean, that would that would be kind of ironic too. But I mean, the biggest star that's been suspended has been Calvin Ridley, and he was suspended for a year. Now, is Calvin Ridley Tyree Kill? No, but he's up there. I mean, he was a thousand yard receiver. The year he got suspended, um, you know, well, the prior season. But yeah, the whole thing to me is just weird. Like, if they don't want you to bet in the team facility, why can't you just sign on at home at, at on Fandor in a restaurant or somewhere and do it? That's what that's what blows my mind. Like, I saw what Jonathan Jones uh, from the Patriots tweet today. I'm like, dude, like, how hard is it for you guys to not do this in the facility? I know you guys are crammed in there all day long, but there are ways around this. Now, I'm always one of those people, yeah, there, there are loopholes, there are ways around it, but is the NFL going to turn that on you and then all of a sudden you don't get a paycheck or you, you don't have a roster spot? That's what I'd be worried about. I think they're, they're trying to do the zero-tolerance policy, but I'm, curious, I, I'm like you, I'm curious to see like, what happens if it's Patrick Mahomes, Derek Henry, guys like that, you know, guys where the league's really making their money. Jeff Kerr, CBSSports.com, writes uh, about the NFL. That's why we're talking NFL with him. You mentioned the Patriots. They are interesting. They just gave a contract to Devontae Parker, who I think shown some signs in Miami that he could be a really good receiver. Last year he played, what, 13 games, had 33 catches, but they like him enough to give him a bunch of money. There's some speculation or uh, some thought that maybe DeAndre Hopkins can go there. I don't know. The Patriots are interesting. They like they like have recognizable names. They've got talent. I think it comes down to how good Mac Jones is. I just don't know. I'm not saying they should rebuild, and I know that Bill Belichick and and Robert Kraft want to do that, but I don't see a ceiling for them any higher than like nine and eight. The AFC is so loaded. The AFC East is so loaded that maybe it would be in the Patriots' best interest to not just try to contend. You know, sometimes these NBA teams. Like, their goal is the eight seed. Get in the playoffs, get one series of playoff money, and then that's just perpetually their goal. The Patriots can't be that kind of organization. What is the plan there? So this is what's weird about the Patriots to me. Last year, I watched a couple of their games, and I'm like, this team's terrible. This team's an absolute (laughs) joke. How are they what they are? And I'm thinking, okay, maybe Belichick's doing a better job than I think he is. And then you look at their roster. You've got guys like Matt Judon. Josh, you, you, you know, guys like that, uh, productive players. Like, Jonathan Jones is a productive player. Um, Kyle Douglas is a productive player. Like, they have a good defense, but their offense was run by the most incompetent coach and, you know, someone who covers the Eagles mostly. I, I got to see him all the time now. I'm at Patricia. So, it's I, – I, they were such an enigma last year, and I liked when they traded for Devontae Parker because I always thought Devontae Parker was better than people gave him credit for. And now he's in probably an offense where that's going to help him. I mean, Mike McDaniel just wasn't a fan of the guy. And Dolphins basically gave him away for nothing. 
now I do think they need DeAndre Hopkins. I think New England could give DeAndre Hopkins everything he wants but the quarterback. It's I think they need a better quarterback than Mac Jones. And not that Mac Jones is terrible, but they really stunned him because of the whole Matt Patricia um, you know, experiment there and what they were trying to do. It's like, it's like Bill Belichick just didn't want to hire an offense coordinator for one year and then get rid of him. So, again, it, it's, re- it, it's a really confusing situation. I don't think they're going to be good. And one of my bold predictions was this year they were going to win five games. And it wasn't more of them. It's more of their division. You know, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Bills. The AFC East is actually good for the first time in a long time. And I, I just think the Patriots are kind of falling by the wayside here. And one of my – I'm not a hot take guy, but one of my hot takes in the NFL for years was Andy Reid was a better coach than Bill Belichick. And I'm finally starting to see the fruits of my labor of saying that over the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. Not a hot take guy and then come with a big one. Although yeah, I think yeah, a lot of people – yeah, I think a lot of people would take Rita too, but Belichick's just got the stature. This is this might be the way that I felt with Eli Manning for a while, is that Eli Manning, the longer that he played, the the like he was playing himself out of the Hall of Fame because now we're seeing him break down and deteriorate and not play good. And I think for Brady to go win a Super Bowl, I don't know how much it ultimately matters, and I don't know if, if that's why Bill Belichick is hanging around, but he just doesn't seem like... He's interested at all to be there, but I don't. Some of these guys, they like can't go anywhere else. And so, with that being said, I'll ask you one bigger on the AFC East because I think Aaron Rodgers is the same way. I think he wants to be done playing football, but I don't think he knows a life without being a quarterback. So I think he's going to hang on way too long. And I'm not sure how good they're going to be. The Dolphins are very good again, but you can't talk about the Dolphins unless you say dot 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 if Tua. And then I think the Bills are in this weird spot where. Whatever's happening with Stephon Diggs, I don't know. But I feel like the Bills are still one of the top teams and maybe even ascending, but then they lost last year and everybody at once said, window closed, Bills are done. I still feel like, to me, they're the top in the AFC East. How do you see that division? I still think the Bills are the best team. I, I To me, it just seems that the Stephon Diggs stuff is way over. You know what it feels like, honestly? James Harden in the NBA right now. You think everything's going great, and then all of a sudden it's like he's unhappy, and you don't know why he's unhappy. Josh Allen looked at him the wrong way or something. He's, or maybe, you know, Josh Allen's, you know, talking to Haley Steinfeld and Stefan Diggs wanted, wanted, or who knows, who knows what's going <laughs> on there. But, but it's one of those very interesting scenarios where I don't think it's going to be anything when they actually start playing the games. I think Buffalo's a really good football team. They, man, that team went through so much last year. Uh, you know, losing Von Miller on Thanksgiving the way he did in that Lions game, I thought that was going to be a big problem. Thing with you know, they already were out Micah Hyde, and Demar Hamlin was doing a more than than good job filling in for him. And then he has the cardiac arrest. You're like, how is this team just going to survive this? And you know, I, I'm trying you know to think of the guy's life here. But I'm like, who's going to play safety for them? Like, like uh, that happened like during the middle of the week. I'm like, man, I feel terrible for even thinking this. But you know, they had that emotional win in Week 18, and they barely survived the Dolphins. And when they lost to the Bengals, I'm like, okay, the Bengals are really good. But you know, what happens if like they don't have all the stuff that happened to them? How good could they have been? Would they have played the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game? And 
Right now, they just feel like that team, like, they're, they're good enough to win a Super Bowl, but can they get over the hump right now? And I think they can, but, again, just a lot of things have to go right, and it doesn't help that Patrick Mahomes is around and Joe Burrow is around and Josh Allen's a top-four quarterback in football, and, unfortunately, there's two guys in his conference that may be better than him, and they may have two better rosters than the, the teams they play on a better roster. So, back to the initial point, I still think the Bills are the best team in the AFC East. I think the Dolphins did get better this offseason, though. I think the Jets are going to be there, too, but it just feels like the Jets are going to find a way to jet it up. It, 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 I, I kind of agree with you with the Aaron <laughs> Rodgers thing. thing, thing. I, I, I don't know. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers is really going to help that team, but at the same time, I'm thinking, you know, does, does he even want to play football? Like, I don't even think he was interested. I think he wanted to be the host of Jeopardy, and, you know. He did. Um, he was, like, really yeah, sad he didn't get the job, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like Ken James and Levi play out. Yeah, okay, no. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't know. It's I, I, I'm just, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is happy now, but will he be happy in December? All right, you cover the Eagles, and I think we talk about the AFC, and there's going to be some good teams that don't make the playoffs. With the NFC, I don't know who five, six, and seven are going to be. Eagles seem to be a favorite. Uh, the Niners, people. I think people always give them one or two, three more wins than they deserve, but the Niners got to figure out what they're doing at quarterback. I like Seattle, even though everyone's expecting a Geno Smith regression. I do like what they're doing there, and Pete Carroll looks like he's having the most fun ever. Is there anybody else that could be a team that emerges from that conference? Because it doesn't – I don't know who jumps off the page to me otherwise. Yeah, I, I like Seattle a lot more than other people do, too. I think Seattle closed that gap on San Francisco. I, I, I'll tell people this still in blue in the face. I don't think the NFC West was very good last year. I thought the 49ers are clearly the best team, and Seattle was kind of in, like, you thought they were rebuilding, and then all of a sudden they, they win nine games and they make the playoffs, and you're like, okay, like, you know, it's a nice story, but how good are they? Yeah, they're, they're better this year. There's no doubt about that, and they, they've crushed it with the last two draft classes, so bravo to them. I think because the NFC South is as bad as it is, the Saints are going to be better than we think. And I, I don't know how good they actually are in terms of the upper echelon teams in the NFC, the, the Eagles, the 49ers, the Cowboys, Seahawks, but don't you feel like they could be that team that they win like 12, 13 games and you're going to be like, how the heck did they did that? Did they do that? And you're then you realize, oh, they get to play the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Bucks twice a year. And they have a soft schedule already because of who they're playing outside their division. So, I mean, they're the only team with really a proven quarterback in that conference right, right now. I, I No disrespect to Baker Mayfield. Bryce Young hasn't played yet, but Derek Carr's a slouch. He's, he's not good, but he's not bad. And maybe not good, but not bad is going to help them this year. So I, I think it could be in the mix. Like, I don't know what to make of the Giants. I don't know what to make of the Commanders. Yeah, you're right in the NFC. It's, I mean, look at the NFC North. I mean, I think the Lions are going to be good, but, you know, are, are the Vikings still going to be good? Are the Packers going to be good? There's a lot of teams in the NFC you're just like, pass, pass, pass. Let me see on the field. And, unfortunately, i got to rank them in a couple weeks. So, that's going to be interesting. Well, I'll be interested to see where you do rank my Green Bay Packers. I think the NFC North is weird because the Lions are like the team that everybody is going to expect to do good. They, my favorite stat to throw out, and I throw out like every time I host, is 
The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have won that division more recently than the Lions, winning in 99, and the Lions won the Central in 1993. And every time they get expectations, like this is, it's theirs to win. All the other three teams seem to be either rebuilding or in a rebuild. The Vikings are rebuilding, but they still have Kirk Cousins. The Packers is going to depend on like what Jordan Love is, which I do think he'll be all right, but we'll see. The Bears, I was looking at the Bears schedule. I, don't, I feel like over under seven and a half wins is very easy for them because they might, they might luck into eight, nine, ten wins. Then they have to play each other. So of the NFC North, I think a lot of people will take the Lions by default. But just like you said, the Jets are going to jet it up. I feel like the Lions are going to line it up. I guess it it depends on how good is Justin Fields in that division. Someone who I think will be good, but we still have to we have to see it, uh, there. Yeah. So since you're on the Packers side of the fence, like, are, are you going to miss the whole Aaron Rodgers Bears thing? What was his record against the Bears all time? Like twenty one and five or something like that. It was like even better. I think like twenty seven yeah, and five. That, that, that's insane. I, I still don't know how one quarterback is like that good against an opponent. But, but then again, Patrick Mahomes has never lost to Denver Broncos. So it's, it's man, it's the, the NFL's got some storylines. Uh, but I, I'm gonna, I, I actually really like that Lions team. But I'm also, and I remember, I think someone told me this the other day. And I kind of laughed, like, the Lions' last playoff win is closer to the Cuban Missile Crisis than it is in today and I'm like wait what and then you look it up and you're like oh my god it is like it's you know because I have in the early 60s and their playoff win was 91 and we're in 2023 now so yeah it's I you know I, I think people are getting excited for a team that has never had a reason to be excited although I I, I love Dan Campbell I think Dan Campbell's great for the NFL I I it, it, it's clear what he's doing is working Chicago to me is Again, they're the team, like, I think Justin Fields is going to be good, but is the team around him good enough? Like, Chase Claypool is probably one of the most weirdest trades I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they got D.J. Moore, who's good. When Darnell Mooney's healthy, he's good. Khalil Herbert's a good running back. They've improved the offensive line. I love what they did at linebacker. They don't have a pass rush. And their leading sack artist was Jaquan Brisker, who's a safety. So... I don't know. It's. I think there's a lot of holes in that Bears team. Green Bay, we, we know what the situation is. It's Jordan Love. Like, Green Bay should not have been an 8-9 and nine football team last year, but they were. And they, there's talent on that roster. And you know Christian Watson's going to be a really good player. I, I thought they had a really good draft getting the tight ends they got. Yeah, they, I think that's why everybody's picking the Lions. It's just they're the, they're the established team in the division where – you had an overachieving Vikings team, and you got a Green Bay team that just lost one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, and the Bears are the Bears. So I, I think that's just who they're going with right now. Jeff, appreciate it. You get out of here. Have a good vacation, and hopefully we'll connect again soon. Oh, always a pleasure, Bart. I, I'll tell you what. I, I'm, I'm just ready for football season at this point. Like As much as I love ranking season and doing this stuff, I'd much rather see it on the field. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 